Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Here's how you become a savings catcher, diva, or don. Step one, download the Walmart app and use the savings catcher. Step two, enter your Walmart receipt. Step three, savings catcher compares prices of eligible items at Walmart. Step four, if it finds a lower advertised price by a leading store in your area, it will give you the difference on an e-gift card in a few days. Step five, do a two-step. You're in. Saving money in every penny counts. Save with savings catcher from Walmart. Comparison on eligible products only. Restrictions apply. Visit walmart.com slash savings catcher for details. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All completely free thanks to E! Entertainment's Producer Kevin Undergaro and Internet Leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's MasterChef After Show. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Joining me on today's panel, as always. Hey guys, Tracy here. Thanks for joining in. And I'm very excited to welcome our guest for this week, Victoria Scroggins. Yes. Hi, Victoria. Hey, what's happening? You got my last name right. That's so great. Yeah, it's not like we had to ask before the show or anything. <laughs> no, no one's telling any secrets here on this show. Good to be here, Zach and Tracy. What's happening, man? I'm so excited to be on the show. Where are you calling us from, Victoria? I'm calling from Brooklyn. That's where I Brooklyn. live. My hometown is San Angelo, but representing Brooklyn right here, the BK. Love nice. it. Nice. Always good to be in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. No it's sleep. It's always good. <laughs> um, exactly right. Until you get here, you guys have a long way to travel from L.A. So get on the plane and just hurry up. Let's finish the show and get over to Brooklyn. We'll work on that after we after we wrap up. I think uh, we'll trip to LAX. Is yeah, red eye. It. We'll red eye. It. Yeah, um, yeah so that ha- sounds like some L.A. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, my bad. My bad. Whatever. So... Um, how have you been since the the show's been been going? I, we we sadly saw you go home last week. Yes. Um, ha, was it rough well, watching that episode again? Um, are you actually asking that question? Of course, it was rough. <laughs> to My watch therapy it, bills yeah. are through the roof, bro. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I got kicked off the show. Yeah. The horror. Is it worse to watch it um, or to experience it? I mean, you're obviously know what's going to happen, but now you're like, okay, now the whole world knows. <laughs> Oh, I know, right? But I've got a really great support net- network of friends and family. And, you know, I mean, you know what's going to happen, but it's nice to have people around you. And, you know, it's great to get some high fives when you get kicked off the show. And even if you <laughs> think, oh, man, I wish I could, I wish I could have cooked some prawns longer, but that's all right. That's what it was. And 
someone's buying me shots. So it was, it was, it was all right to watch the show with some people. Yeah, that's good. I know we were we were all pulling for you here. Like we thought you might have had it in the bag to keep going. Um, did you have any particular highlights of of the run? Because you were always like the go to person on any team. The like, yes oh, we got to get Victoria. Yes. Oh, I know. Wasn't that a good feeling? It was a good feeling for me. <laughs> Maybe you guys didn't feel the same way, but I love being the go to person. Yeah. Uh, it was great, but it was such a bummer to get kicked off. I mean. The highlights really are, shoot, man, every moment was a highlight. Every time that you get called out, every time you do something well, I mean, that's a highlight to have those judges call you out. It was great to cook for the soldiers. It was great to cook for the romantic diners and think that people hated your meal and then you win. <laughs> Dude, come on. You guys watched it. Yes. Stick with me. Yes. Every moment was high. We did. We just wanted, did you have an absolute favorite that you were like, you know what? I thought that challenge was going to be this and it ended up being that and turned out to be your favorite. I'm going to be honest. That romance challenge, like, I thought that I had screwed the pooch on that. And, uh, man, that was a high to realize that we won. I, it, I really thought that I had messed that up <laughs> to rock the proteins and then give a whole bunch of rare steak to some non Texans. Man, that could have been a bad call. But it worked out. It worked out. It worked out. I feel good about it. Yeah, you had that one guy who was like, this is the best steak I've had in my entire life. And he's like 75 years old. And you figure he's had a lot of steak. I know. (laughs) Wasn't it the best moment to have a dude who's like eating a thousand steaks and he's like, this is the best steak ever. And I'm like, thank you. My grandfather's dead, but you're alive. (laughs) Um, The question everyone's asking, have you been able to eat prawns or any kind of shellfish? since the since the episode i mean i'm on a mission to eat every prawn that exists on the earth <laughs> to make sure that i never see a prawn again i will devour any prawn you put in front of me i will i will eat it raw i will eat it live i will do anything just just let's do it get those mothers dead love <laughs> It. Now, Victoria, what are your plans now that the show has ended? We've talked to some of your other contestants that were on the show with you, and they all were talking about kind of their directions with food and what they kind of planned on doing. What's yours? Oh, my bag is, you know, I've lived in New York for a while, and, um, I, you know, what I do is I cook food, I tell stories, and I make it all humorous. And so I've got a couple of things in the in the pipeline with my project called Scout Foods. That, um, you know, I'm just going to bring it out to people who are interested. And if anyone's willing to continue to engage in it, I want to travel the face of the earth and keep hearing stories about the food that people cook and the ingredients they find and the stuff they dig up. And yeah, tell I want to just jump on that train with them, you know? Yeah, tell us more about, uh, you said it was scout food. Uh, what's, what's the story behind that? What's the, uh, the, what's the goal? Well, the goal is, you know, I'm from Texas, but I've been living in New York City for a really long time, and it's kind of marrying this idea of, you know, I grew up where we raised our food, where we ranched our cattle, where we raised our sheep, and, um, you know, so there's a big connection with, I think we all find that movement in kind of like the local and the the sustainable and different things like that, but, um, you know, I grew up in an environment where it wasn't fancy, it wasn't elitist, it was just kind of like what was around you. And so I'm the scout foods. I'm really interested in going back to that whole like girl scout, boy scout camp across America and the rest of the world and see what people are doing. And also just like 
open your eyes, scout it out. Let's find the weird stuff that you didn't even know was next door to you, right? Like there's a yeah. bunch of rooftops in LA that I'll come out there. We'll go eat some stuff. We'll grab some <laughs> weird moss and let's do some cool shit, right? Yes, please. Now, Victoria, that sounds similar to kind of how, what Tyler's direction is. Have you guys been in talks oh, at all after the, you know, maybe you guys doing something together or maybe Francis or Jamie since they're <laughs> both in New York City with you? Oh, sure. I mean, anyone who's based here in New York, I mean, we've been connecting and stuff, but Tyler's a great example. I mean, we're both from the kind of country, and he's the guy who's he's cooking in camel. I mean, you know, he's hunting the kind of stuff I grew up hunting, and he's doing the kind of food that I think is really cool that you're, you know, maybe someone isn't going to go out there and, like, harvest their own food, but he's still... Not cooking goat hearts. He's cooking venison straps. Like we connect on that level, and in the same way, I'm connecting with uh, our New York kids, like Francis L. You know, I want him to teach me the agar agar, the like weird balls of stuff. <laughs> Let's have a ball of ball of flavor in my mouth. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that's all anyone is really searching for in this world <laughs> is sure. a, ball, a ball of flavor. I think... <sighs> By the tone of your voice, Zach, I know that you and I are connecting and looking for exploding balls in our mouth. I can definitely sense that. Well, yeah, I can I can definitely tell. That's our bag. I can't argue with you there. Um, so that's right, bro. <laughs> no, that'd be awesome. I think the viewers would love to see. You know, if some of you guys could kind of get together and run on an idea, I think that would be amazing. We're working on it. Good. Yeah, I think we—it's we, one of those things when you watch this show because we know that there's so much more that you guys seem like you become such close friends, and we only get like an hour a week. So in our minds, oh, they spent like two weeks together, but you guys spent a lot of time together, even just in two weeks, spending being crammed in. Did you did you find that like you really gelled with the everyone else that was there? Um, was it like more of like a fun butting heads, or did was it? And was there anyone that you were like, just stay away from me, bro? <laughs> I wish I could be better guest for you, but you guys, I'm I'm a get along like go along to get along kind of person. So I really, I really did get along with everyone. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where um, I just I'm looking to like engage in people's knowledge and have a good time. So I'm willing to uh, have a great time. I got along with everyone at adult food camp. That's what I think about it. It's like, <laughs> no, and I think we you know, saw that I mean, that's as kind viewers. Of what it was. Yeah. Adult food camp. Adult food camp. Sign me well, up for that. But you know what I mean? If you like food, you're kind of like, oh, I'm that asshole who goes to dinner and keeps talking about the weird stuff that people are doing. And my friends love me, but they're like not, they're into food, but not that into food, right? <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, shit, put your phone down. Right. I'm like, all right, whatever. So this was this cool camp where, uh, at least on my, on my end, I'm still in touch with everyone and looking to kind of, continue to engage and I think I've watched past seasons but I'm gonna be honest guys I think this was the best season we're a bunch of cool kids we've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline I think we can pull it out keep you watching I can agree with that yeah I think this was a very very entertaining season to say the least with a lot of very versatile contestants so and you guys each have your own different great backstory which I think brings so much more to the the show 
Well, that's nice. Thanks, man. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. Oh, you got a lot of TV shows to watch, so I'm glad you're watching <laughs> ours. Yeah, man. I always check out MasterChef. It's fun. Um, I'm curious, like, did you on. foresee yourself having, like, a career in food, or did you think that's, like, a dream? How did uh, how did this all, how did you get started in this that path? You know, this started as a, as a side hobby. I mean, honestly, I've been someone who, um, as a young kid, just kind of, like, cooked food, and it's been one of those... Uh, things that interested me, like I'm really engaged in the world, and I remember cooking a steak as a little kid while my mom had something she had to do, and I was left alone to my own lunch, and the next thing you know, you know, 10 years later, I'm more engaged, and then a few years later, I moved to New York City, which is just a melting pot of not only cultures, but just the flavors that people bring into it, and um, you know, and all the other stuff that I've been doing in my life, food was always a constant and, um, opportunity arose and I decided to try out for master chef and it was like, holy crap. I wasn't just full of my awesome ego. I can actually like cook a dish. <laughs> this, this was pretty fun. You know? Yeah. Where did you go to the New York auditions? Is that where you, I did. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, I've lived in Brooklyn about 13 years, gotcha. so I've been here a while. Um, but, uh, so yeah, my, my girlfriend brought home a flyer, like on Thursday and that, that Sunday, I just took a dish and auditioned. That's awesome. And, um, you guys all obviously f- by the tone of my voice, you know, that I'm amazing and everyone <laughs> would bring me onto a show. Obviously. No question. I mean, you guys all found out in like the weird, like such random different ways. Daniel was like on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Reading a magazine. <laughs> Reading a magazine. And he I'm saw that. you. Right. He was reading a magazine. I'm going to tell you a weird little trivia fact. Um, Daniel and I were, were about the same age. And he's originally from, even though he's from L.A., like on the show, he's originally from a town called Marble Falls, Texas. Mm. And that was the big city to my small town of 2,000 people. His town of 6,000 people, which is about, <laughs> I was about 45 miles away from him throughout junior high. Oh, my And that gosh. man broke out of the trailers just like me, and we met on MasterChef. You guys don't care. I'm small sorry. world. No, it's small world. Drinks. That is a very small, especially <laughs> considering then you guys end it up and he's in LA world. and you're in New York. So <laughs> I know, right? This podunk hill country Texas town, and you're like, oh, I've like beat your girlfriend at basketball. What a great feeling! <laughs> I'm glad basketball is at the end of that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beat his girlfriend. <laughs> Never mind, bad so, joke. <laughs> so, Victoria, um, where can people, if one, people want to find out more, you're telling us about Scout Food. If they want to find out more about that or just to follow you, where can they keep up with you? Oh, in a classic sense. I mean, if anyone's on Twitter, they can definitely follow me at NC5 Victoria. They can check out Facebook and NC uh, Victoria. But also, you can go to scoutfoods.com. You can go to victoriastroggins.com. Um, you know, just tap into something. If you like what my awesomeness brings to your life, someone could engage in that <laughs> stuff, you know? And I think that we have plenty of listeners who are going to be excited to check that stuff out. <laughs> Victoria, thank you so much for joining us. It was a real pleasure having you on. Yes, thank you, Victoria. Oh, yeah, it was really fun, you guys. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. All right. It was, it was great. We got to talk to her for yes. a little bit. After we sadly got to see her go home last week. Yes, that was very sad. So, 
She's she seems like a very upbeat person though, you know. It's kind of one of those things she's gonna bounce back, which was very different than talking to Francis and him being a little bit depressed yeah. <laughs> as he was. But um, no, Francis she's... had sad bag sad bagpipes playing yes, in the background. He did. He was very upset. But you know, Victoria, she just she seems like she's a go getter, and she, you know, I love it. And I would love, like I said earlier, to see her and Tyler or some of the other contestants pair up and like do something awesome because they do have that bond from the show that a lot of people, you know, don't have. So I think that if they're like-minded in that way, they should run with it. Yeah. And so let's get to tonight's episode. Let's do it. Top eight. Yeah. Because we had two, last week was top ten, but then we lost two people after we lost a Ron, too. And now, top eight. We open with the most, again, just like super dramatic music. Yes, it is. It can't ever dramatic. not be super dramatic. Right. Um and we have Daniel talking about how he quit his job, just to remind us. Yes, <laughs> yes. At the top, Daniel. that should have been your first hint as to what was going to happen. Um, and they, they're, they're going to do, be doing two-person teams, four teams, and then you will pick your own teams. Yeah. So it's like middle school science class I style. know, like who's going to, well, at least you know there's not going to be one person left because it's an even number. Yeah. So <laughs> Buddy up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and so you had all these, like, Liz, be, Elizabeth became the popular kid who yes. everybody was like, can I be on your team? Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? Why do you think that is? I mean, for me, I would have thought it would have been Courtney. Well, I, I think she was the other one. People definitely swarmed the both of them. No, Daniel didn't even want to work with Courtney. Daniel specifically was like, no. Well, Daniel doesn't like her. Well, that's well. Tr- okay. That's true. I mean, there's there's this person has a lot of skill, and I just don't want to like. work with this person. <laughs> true. No, I guess Elizabeth. I mean, I can see how she's been very um, charismatic, and it was just so funny to see Leslie literally negotiating with her, like I'll do whatever you want. And he's kind of been the same way with Iran. So this wasn't the first time we'd seen him kind of like be submissive to his partner. Leslie and is a master them. of the game. Yeah, like for all for any faults that you can give him, like his teams haven't done well. He like whatever happened. He has played this game better than anyone else. Yeah. Because no matter how many times he might be in a pressure test, he just kills it every time. That's and true. here he's like, "All right, so what's the best thing I can do to just win this challenge? Just get through to the next round." Oh, I got to be with Elizabeth. I don't even care if I have any creative input. She's gonna win because right. she's been the most solid to this point. Yeah. I think like no real big faults from her you never she's never like on the bottom and then up to the top she's just like she might slip out of the top right. and just be middle ground but or then she'll go back up to being number one again yeah that's why she's one of the favorites right now yeah and i think she also has a very dominant personality which he kind of was like you know what she's gonna do this she's gonna get it done literally like i'm just going to follow along Dom- and dominant but also like a sweetheart like mm. you get the i at least <laughs> this is what i get the sense of that she's like take charge like no like doesn't even matter this is business we're yeah. cooking but at the same time she's like oh thank you like she seems like a very nice person yeah she's definitely grown on me i can see you saying that i thought in the beginning she was extremely like catty but i think you're right i think she has kind of grown on me and can be seen as like a sweeter girl. yeah even even the judges call leslie mr submissive yes Yes, and she says, well, he basically just said he'd do whatever I want. He's like, I will never admit to that. (laughs) Uh, Too bad, Leslie. There are cameras (laughs) broadcasting to millions of people around the globe. Exactly. Um, So then they they drop what the challenge is going to be, and Gordon takes out this beautiful-looking chicken, and he just takes his knife, 
and just slices it like a samurai master into four parts. Um, so the chicken breast, mm-hmm. the legs and thighs, mm-hmm. the wings, yeah. my personal favorite, and the oysters, yes. which is like the thing you to- I, I always forget about. It's like, what's the fourth part going to be? Right. <laughs> they, yeah. Are they, I thought they were going to like give them like the liver or That's like what the, I, gib- the, the neck or <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I've never ever had an oyster from a chicken. Have you? I, not knowingly. Yeah. <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> I mean, I've eaten a lot of different pieces of chicken. It's probably, I probably have at some point, but gotcha. it's, it's just a random part. You don't usually cook with it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're making like a soup or something, you'll throw it in cause it's just not a piece of the chicken, but it's, it feel, it almost looks like an organ that you're just like, get rid of this. Yeah. Very, very tender. He said the most tender part of the chicken. So. Which also means it would be the most temperamental. Right. Correct. Um, so, so who are the teams at this point? They're... The teams, they break down uh, Willie and Cutter, mm-hmm. which that seems like the, oh, nobody wanted to play with us Yeah, team. that seemed like an epic fail from the beginning. Yeah, because you have, and then you have Liz, Elizabeth and Leslie, mm-hmm. Courtney and Christian, which seems like just a powerhouse team, and Jamie and Daniel. Yes. Jamie and Daniel make sense to me. Yes, They absolutely. seem like they would just get along. Like, they're not... They're team. They're both team players. Yeah, and they both like each other. They genuinely like each other, so they're gonna like at least listen to each other's kind of input. You would yeah. think. I mean, I see Daniel taking the lead with this one, which actually I don't think really happened, but that's what I thought. And Jamie kind of just going along, but they like each other and they care about each other. So I was like, they're a solid team. Yeah, and they when they got into the pantry, they're like, oh, you have to go do your shopping, get everything, and they pick up their little lockbox, and nobody gets to know what piece of chicken they just yes, picked up. They're all locked. It's just a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, and so once they get back out, Willie and Cutter got the chicken breast. They got the best cut, the easiest to work with. Um, Elizabeth and Leslie got the oysters, which like, they seem like they, they'd be the people that could handle that without any problem. Um, Courtney and Christian got the, the legs, um, which they were really excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I like drumsticks. Who doesn't like drumsticks? It doesn't seem like an ideal piece, but I guess it's. Easier to work with than the wings. Yes. Which Gordon was like, do not give me a fried chicken wing. Right. Like, he, yeah. They wanted it more of a, like, very elegant entree than just kind of, like, regular food you could get anywhere. So, And that was tough. I mean, which would you prefer to have of any of these? Would you just go with the chicken breast? Yeah, or? absolutely. Just because, you know, at this point you have... You want to play it safe but experiment a little bit. And with the chicken breast, I feel like it gives you... That kind of opportunity, whereas like oysters have to be point on chicken wings. You're like, what am I really going to how am I going to make these fancy? Like, you can't just do like a buffalo wing. Right. So, I mean, at this point, yeah, I think chicken breast was the best the best option for. Yeah, because you have to do so- at this point, you have to do something good that takes a little bit of a swing, but nothing crazy. Right. Which is what backfired on Cutter and Willie in, <laughs> in this one, because they try Cutter comes out and he's like, "We should do pumpkin dumpling, pumpkin ch- chicken dumplings with hollandaise sauce and asparagus." Which, actually, in my mind, actually sounds really good. But yeah. I get that, like with a chicken breast, that's that's like hiding the chicken inside right. so many other with, flavors. Like, yes, exactly, exactly. That's what you do with a different piece of the chicken. Not when you're given like the best one that everyone. Though you're given the holy grail. And you're going to, like, throw it away is basically what that was doing. I think the dumplings might have been a good call for, like, Jamie and Daniel. 
if they like cook the wings, shave them yeah. off, and like get the meat into the dumpling, right? That could have been really good. Yeah, um, to get the dark meat, it'll. I think it worked really well. Um, but Willie from the beginning but, is against this idea. Yeah, he's like, no, it's a bad idea. But he doesn't speak up. He doesn't. Willie, Willie. we love you, but speak up. Yeah, I mean, I've just never, you know, I've seen him in team challenges and I've seen him be uh, in partner challenges, but I've never seen him like not say anything, especially when. He sees it going as a disaster. Like, this is top eight. This is when you fight for your ideas. This is when you're like, I'm not going home because of you. So I was just kind of like, Willie, why aren't you? You're an amazing chef. You're 100 million times better than Cutter. In fairness, Cutter doesn't seem like the kind of person that would respond to, like, somebody being critical of him. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with with that. But at this point, like... Who cares? It's, you know, you're on a team, but it's still every man for themselves. Like, yeah. Well, they even, the judges even say at one point when they're talking about their dish, um, you guys seemed like you were creating two dishes that didn't, and then like trying to put them together. Yeah. Which I think has happened to Cutter before too, where he just like him, I think it was him and Daniel. They like started making two dishes that like didn't go, go together. together. Yeah. And then they like put it on the same plate and the judge is like, well, what is this? Yeah. Um, but so you have, uh, Elizabeth, who's just like, she's just taking charge. It's not even Leslie's dish. She's just like a sous chef at <laughs> yes. this point. Do this, taste this. Um, <laughs> but she just like, we need to go really simple. Mm-hmm. Like the best, the, the best thing we can do is just like seasonings on it. Um, she goes to make a green New Delhi curry. Yeah. Which sounds so good. It totally sounds, it looked even better. It, it was definitely the best looking dish out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I loved – I think it was Gordon was like, he's a crafty old man, this schmuck. Yes. <laughs> I, I burst out laughing. Yes. It's just the idea of calling Leslie a schmuck For on his air. strategic moves, yeah. Whatever, man. It's working. Uh, it is working. It, For a quarter million dollars, you can call me a schmuck all day. Yep. Um, but so then you have um, – so William Cutter just – they're – they're doing their weird thing. Gordon's yelling at them. Like, a Holland, he hears them from across the room. Yes. He yells, Hollandaise with a broth? Cutter, are you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I mean, the judge is like sitting there, no, no, no. And Cutter's like, really? Really? And he's like, yeah. And Will, he's like, that's what I've been trying to tell you. And it, But like, at this point, it's like, it's just as much your fault for not speaking up. Yeah. That's um, true. But the the literally he gets called out like, no, that's not going to work. Why would you ever do that? No, no, no. So then, thank goodness, they take a turn um, yeah. and put the dish in a different direction. They listen to the judges. Yes. Drop the dumplings completely. Turn the broth into a light sauce. Yeah. Which which, she, was... which Cutter said, it's because it broke. Oh, yeah, the hollandaise <laughs> sauce, yeah. Because the hollandaise broke, so we changed the whole dish. Ramsey says, thank God for that. <laughs> we're like, okay. Um, you have Courtney and Christian, they're doing a, a pan-seared chicken thigh over a cannelli bean puree, some some kind of sauce. That, <laughs> she's like, they were throwing this stuff at us yeah. so quickly. Um, and a tomato heirloom. And I thought, and Graham was concerned that it wasn't even going to be cooked enough. Yes, At one correct. point. And then she like rebuttaled him with you know christian got here on fried chicken i trust him with the chicken so he's not gonna go home on it and then ramsey's like all right the end that's all you needed to say and walks away and that's not a racist thing like he cooked fried chicken on the show yeah he well that's how he apparently got into the show or something yeah yeah. well he's like he did it in the diner challenge as well he's in charge of that um he knows his chicken yes um but so uh jamie and daniel they got the wings 
which, as I said before, chicken wings, one of my favorite foods. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not want to get stuck with them in this. They, so they're doing like an oven roasted fingerling potatoes with some carrots. Um, and Joe comes up, our, our chicken wings, a restaurant entree. Daniel, well, that's what we were given to work with. Yeah. Um, do you keep it on the bone at that point or just like, do you have to just like cut it off and like have, you basically have like a ground chicken. You know, I don't know if it should have, I think that they could have taken it off the bone, but I think that they really wanted to work with what they were given with. And, you know, everyone, including the judges knew that they were given the worst part. And I mean, Joe even was like, okay, this looks great for something I'd get in an airport. But, you know, I think they all did take into consideration that it was chicken wings and there was only so much that they were going to be able to do with it. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, once they're brought up, Joe's like, this is good. It's not great. Yeah. Am I blown away now? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's, he puts it, it's an interesting fusion of their two visions is what he says. And I think that that should get big points for them. Agreed. In my mind, just the fact that they could work together enough to put out a cohesive dish that – Still sang of both of them. Right. And I'll bet those chicken wings were amazing. I'm sure. They looked great. Uh, Gordon says uh, that they, the skin would just need to be a little bit crispier, mm-hmm. just a little bit longer. Um, Jamie walks away. That was weird. Yes. Because <laughs> I think she doesn't even know how to take that right. sort of criticism. Because how do you take, this would be really good in an airport restaurant. Yes. No, I totally agree. So then they end up, the judges end up choosing Who's going to get sent up? And automatically, everyone, we kind of knew it was going to be um, Elizabeth and Leslie done. Yeah, they're just like right up to the balcony. Just walk yourself up. Throw out the carpet. You're yeah, good. Yeah, a dreamy dish, yes. as Joe put it. Um, but Willie and Cutter, they walk down and are just ripped to shreds. Yeah. Um, what were the quotes that I wrote down? Um, the breast is bland and the asparagus has the butt on. Yes. Not impressed. The asparagus did have the butt on. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, he did say good night. <laughs> we're like, this is only the first challenge. They still have. Like, like we're only more twenty minutes do. into this show, Gordon. Yeah, but okay. Good night, Gordon. <laughs> uh, um, but and then Courtney and Christian come up and they have the Brussels sprouts. And I thought that these two might be in hot water mm-hmm. at this point because he's like the the chickens cooked really well. They braised it in tarragon and butter. Um, but he's like, Gordon's just like, this, the Brussels sprouts, I hate. Yeah. Like, they had to censor Gordon Ramsay again, because they never do that. Right. Um, he said he hated the combination together. He yeah. was like, you don't put that together. Maybe, like, a bacon Brussels sprout. But no, like, you're not going to put tomatoes and Brussels. He's like, absolutely not. Tomatoes so, and Brussels sprouts. Right. But the chicken was amazing. He said the chicken is seasoned. Oh, yeah perfectly and ultimately elizabeth and leslie right up the balcony yeah and courtney and christian despite whatever combination thing gordon liked didn't like they get saved and so into the pressure test goes uh willie cutter jamie and daniel yeah that's a rough that's i mean that's a rough group to be in for any of them those are all well a solid two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's we know it's going to be challenging because mm-hmm. there's still a lot of time left in this episode. Right. And they walk in, it's like, pressure tests, plural. Yes. We'll let you know what that means after the break. Um, <laughs> as we take a break, to remind you guys to go on to iTunes. Um, really quick, guys. Uh, I just want to talk about it real quick. It's really important how much it uh, – I want to talk about how much this – 
your reviews, the fact that you guys listen to this means to us. It's really important that you guys can go on and rate the show, go on to YouTube, give us a thumbs up. It means the world to us as hosts that it helps us know that we're doing a good job for you and helps our bosses here at AfterBuzz know that we're doing a good job. But it also helps because you guys get a shout out if you leave a review on iTunes. Mm. And we got a nice five-star review from J. Snow Baby Mama. Ooh. Somebody is a big fan of Jon Snow. Nice. Um, they want to be his baby mama, apparently. Who <laughs> uh, says, love it. The guest, love them. The jokes, love it. The insight, love it. Keep up the good work, After We Buzz. love you, too. We love you, too, J. Snow baby mama. Um, so, enough about iTunes. Enough about iTunes. But We're yeah, back from this commercial break okay. with the twist. It's not the chicken, but what came first? The egg. <laughs> the egg. Um, and it's going to be three back-to-back egg challenges. Yeah. Start out with four. The winner goes up to the balcony. Start, then three. The winner goes up to the balcony. Then two. The Someone loser goes, goes home. home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and so we, the first challenge is a poached egg. Mm-hmm. Very tough. Very technical. Yes. And they're given one egg. So That's it's the like challenge. if you... If you lose, you lose. There's no coming back from that. If so. you mess up anything, you're done. Yeah. Um, and it has to be silky smooth, not like a liquid, liquidy yolk. That's This is the part where, for me, it would just get really tough is, like, hitting that line between, like, not a solid yolk, not just, like, a raw yolk, but, like, somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets tough. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so they, they're all going, and they're doing the best they can. Willie puts in, like, some vinegar into his thing, and he's just, like... You just gotta sing Amazing Grace three times. <laughs> it's done. That was my favorite. His sound bites, I'm telling you, they could get me all all night long. Yep, say sing Amazing Grace three times and your egg's done. That's the secret. I was like, oh, you're the best guy in the entire world. I love you. <laughs> um so then they're they're getting and like one of the things that I think the people on the balcony were saying is like Daniel's like mixing his thing with a spoon. Really hard too. Yeah. Like really fast, he was saying. And as they bring it up, we find out that that backfired on him because his yolk is just gone. Yeah. It just slipped out of the egg as he was, like, stirring the water. And all he's got is, like, a white egg little mash <laughs> thing going on. Yep, he sure did. Joe, Joe, doesn't, even, Joe doesn't even eat it. No. He's like, I don't even taste this. <laughs> he's like, Daniel's like, don't. <laughs> if, if it, his quote, if it, wasn't, it, if it wasn't so sad, it would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> As he walks away. Oh, <laughs> oh that's like they're just smacking Daniel in the face. Agreed. Uh, um, Jamie did a good job. Um, Cutter, as Gordon said, could have had one of the best, but he nicked it when he was taking it out, when he was putting it onto the plate and yeah. just spilled the yolk. Womp Cutter womp. shocking everyone. Um, but Willie is our winner. Yes, and there was some was. concern because he used the vinegar as like this little trick that he had. And Graham was concerned that it would taste like vinegar, but it didn't. Nope. Good job, Willie. Winner. Willie goes up to the balcony. Round two, egg yolk ravioli, which I didn't even know was a thing, yeah, personally. Yeah, we talked. I was like, I've never even heard of that, let alone tasted it. But, I mean, I'd love to taste it. I guess it would be good. It's just pasta and egg yolk. Yeah. It must be delicious. Um, but so the yolk, it's similar to a poached egg. Gordon basically says it. Or Graham says it's it's essentially just a poached egg in a pasta instead mm-hmm. of egg white. Yes. Um, and you can't let any water through. That's the trick. Right. No or it'll water start can cooking the egg yeah. inside the pasta. And you don't want that. Right. God forbid you cook the egg. Gosh. <laughs> um, 
But so they they bring him up, and the judges didn't say anything. Do you think that was weird? Yes, they tried every single person's dish and had no comment, just tasted it, walked away. At first I thought it was just to Jamie, and I was like, well, that was rude, Joe. But they did it to everyone. On Daniels, they were like, the the pasta might not have been sealed enough. Walked away. Walked away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so then they come back out, and... Surprise, Cutter, because people thought like he was using a fork to seal it. People like Cutter, oh, Cutter's screwing it up. He's gonna go home. He's gonna puncture something. Yeah, Cutter nailed it. (laughs) I Cutter just like Leslie somehow manages to just pull it out at the last second every time. Yes, he does that. He does. I'll give that to him all day. Somehow, no matter what, he always makes it through. So good for you, Cutter. You're obviously there for a reason. I don't know, but you're there for a reason. These hands are made for sneaking into the top yes, seven. Yes, <laughs> he does it. So, yep, Cutter um, goes up to the balcony. Not just for beer and steak, but for making it really far in MasterChef. Yes. <laughs> Apparently. Um, Jamie's is, go- is like good enough, I guess. It's not, but Jamie Daniel, just not quite up to par yeah. with Cutter's. And they have to go to the dreaded round three pressure chest. Presser test. Yes. A cheese souffle. Yeah. Oof. That's just like, it has to be one of the hardest things. So souffles are so temperamental mm-hmm. to be under that pressure to get it done. And so you, they're given only 40 minutes to do it. Um as Gordon says, like, you have 12 to 14 minutes of that has to be your cook time. Right. Minimum. And he was um, sitting there cheering them on, get it in the oven, get it in the oven. And Daniel's went in 30 seconds after Jamie. They so. go in at the same time. Um, there was concern, like, Daniel's might have been too, his bechamel was, was too, too runny. And then Jamie's, Jamie's was, was too thick. He's too thick. <laughs> yeah. So Who's now it's good? a toss-up. <laughs> and then they're baking, and, you know, Gordon goes over and has them look at each other's. And they're like, they look the same. They like, look really good. And they take him out. And even Courtney's like from the balcony. He's like, they look identical. Yeah, they rose the same. You know, the coloring on them for cooking was the same. So at this point, like Daniel says, it's just going to be about taste. Yeah. And as as uh, some people know, the souffle is not the souffle. Souffle is the recipe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's about five people listening on the crossover audience between Master Chef and Doctor Who who understood what I was just yeah, saying. Yeah, I there. wasn't one of them, yeah. but I agreed because that's what I do. <laughs> um, Willie is just nervous because like nobody knows what's going to happen. Like you're looking at these two talented chefs. As Daniel even says when they when they ask him, he's like. She's very talented. I'm very talented. All you can do is just go for it. Right. And, like, it just it's going to come down to whose tastes better. And the judges, like, all walk up as a group. We're, like, together as, like, a, as like a gang. Yes. <laughs> as they taste these. And they come out. Jamie's, they say they could have done with a bit more cheese mm-hmm. on hers. Daniel's was a little bit too salty. Yeah. And that salt was just enough to send Daniel home. Yep. It was a sh- it's a shame. Yeah, it really was. Someone wrote a comment on YouTube that I have a crush on Daniel, but I assure you I don't. I just think <laughs> that he's great. He's a great guy. We've had him in here, and I was really sad to see him leave. You know, yeah. Jamie's a great cook as well, but I don't know. I like some- meeting someone in person. You get like, I'm like, oh, I like Daniel. Yeah, like, and Jamie's also like, did nothing to knock it. Da- just because no. Daniel like sat right here yeah. and chatted with us. We're Daniel, if you're listening, we're so sad to see you go yeah, home. Yeah, it's very sad. But he says he's got a plan. He's going to go open up a bar. 
with delicious plates, plates yeah. and Japanese arcade games. Daniel, when you open that bar. Oh, my gosh. Because if you live in L.A., I'm hoping it's in L.A., we will be there. Yeah, tweet us. I'm we will coming. be there in line. With first, Joe first buying in line, the beers. First in line with Joe. <laughs> buying the beers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and that's that's it. Daniel walks out. Uh, there's this one shot of him, like, curled up on the floor. Mm-hmm. Was that from this week? No, he, that was before when he was watching something cook in the oven. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't anything. <laughs> that was, him. like, the sad, because they played it afterwards. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, did he collapse on his no. way out? He did get emotional, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Towards the end, just talking about how he'd never really taken risks. But I think it was a more happy emotional than anything. So good for him. Glad to see him. You know, he was here this long. It was a last minute thing. And I think he's happy with how it all went. It's not bad for finding out that you, about the competition Day on a toilet. Of. And if you haven't listened to that interview, go back to a few episodes ago when Daniel was in. Great story about him finding out about the competition and then, like, having to rush in, not reading the rules close yes. enough and get almost getting them completely wrong, Epic. but somehow making it on the show. Sure. Um, so check out that interview. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, let's do a quick round of predictions before we get out of here. Yeah. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Tag Team Challenge. That's basically all we got for next week. Yeah. Um, but they have seven people, so I wonder what that's going to be. Honestly, Do they, does one team have three people on it? Yeah, that I guess that's going to be it. I guess that'll one team will have an advantage, or I, I don't know. I definitely or I no will idea. next week be the episode. I'm just still predicting that there will be an episode where they bring someone back, where they bring a few people back, mm-hmm. and then like. A lot of times what they what they do is like they bring them in and they have like a like a mini like mystery box or whatever and then it's like one that one the person that wins that gets to come back into the competition. Gotcha. So we could see another top 8. It'll be interesting. As far as who's losing going home, I'm not sure right now. I really, you know, I just Cutter's still there. <laughs> still there. I mean, I I've been wrong this entire time on everything. So I guess we'll I mean, for me, I'm just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, I guess I've, I've got to say my top two are still Courtney and Elizabeth. Willie, I, I love Willie, I love but Willie. he's had some struggles. And maybe it's just because he was working with Cutter and, like, working with another person. It's tough when you butt heads. Yeah. But, like, he's got to step up next week or he's going to be in danger. He was on the bottom four this week. He'll, Risky. He'll be fine. <laughs> I Go believe Willie. in you, Big Willie. <laughs> I believe in you. All right. Um, but so that's going to do it for this week. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, Tracy, if people want to follow you along on Twitter, where can they find you? Yeah, if you guys want to find me on Twitter, it's T-R-A-C-I-A-B-T-V. And on Instagram at T-R-A-C-I-P-R-O. Zach? And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz, I'm doing The Leftovers and The Strain. And I've got a bunch of new shows coming up soon in the fall, so be sure to tune in for those. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.